It's like a weird queef almost. I don't <laughs> yes, like a, I know what you the mean. opposite, you I know, know like it's you, you know it's going in, you're like, oh shit, if I move it's gonna come back out and I'm gonna queef like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I do yoga. <laughs> and that happens. <laughs> to episode six i hope because that's what i think it is of loaded um you guys already know me it's madison with an e your host like always so my guest today is my friend mariana um do you want to talk about yourself a little bit hey (laughs) so dainty (laughs) that's why people think you're small okay right (laughs) like oh she's so sweet and her voice is so little five nine in actuality (laughs) right and she'll beat your ass oh my god no i'm really nice (laughs) but i mean if you have to you will i just want to throw that out there anyway hey Right, so I have Mariana here today. I, I wanted her on the last episode because I knew it was going to actually air right around Mother's Day, but I didn't want to be an asshole and like interfere with anybody's Mother's Day plans. And uh, so thoughtful. I try, I try to be. But then also, everything I do is like super last minute anyway. So honestly, if I asked you, it probably would have been like the day before Mother's Day. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's rude. What if she has plans? Like, you know it's just the principle of it. I should be more yeah. thoughtful. Thank you for being thoughtful, but I wasn't doing that damn thing. (laughs) (laughs) But I wanted to have her on here because uh, I think it'll be really cool to get the perspective of a mom um, when it comes to weed. Because uh, if you know anybody that has kids, um, I I think it, 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 it depends on the person, but I've heard a lot of different things from people when it comes to like uh, how to I guess smoke around your kid or keep Mm -hmm. it separate if you try and act like it's a bad thing if you don't act like it's a bad thing you know Mm -hmm. stuff like that so I wanted to get your opinion because I feel like it's it's gonna be real yeah definitely definitely so um oh wait we have to do the dank of the day first sorry what is this again that's cookies girl scout cookies girl scout cookies come and get your cookies you remember that video (laughs) (laughs) nope it was these guys and they were like dressed like uh girl scout cookies girl scouts girl scouts yeah with like wigs and they were like girl scout cookies come and get your cookies Mm -hmm. it was just (laughs) (laughs) anyway so we're smoking girl scout cookies we rolled up two blunts, so we're going to be smoking on this while we go about our business. So, yeah, you can go into it. But, okay, so I guess maybe I should, like, ask questions to, like, make this last a little bit longer. Yeah, so. so I guess my biggest thing... Okay, sorry. Um, do you expose your kid to it? Like, does he know that you smoke? No. I'm pretty sure he knows mommy smokes because he's so smart. Yeah. Does he but... know that it's, like, weed? Like, does... How does... I he guess it's like, how does this even okay. come up, you know? So he's four years old. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't know what it is. I try not to have it around. I don't have it around him. But um, like my, my pipe and my ashtray is usually right there. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time he did walk in. He knows it's bad. Mm-hmm. He knows it's bad because he told me once it was on the bed and he said, Mom, get that off my bed. <laughs> yeah, he said it. Get that off my bed. So he kind of, he knows, but I don't expose him to it as far as like me rolling up in front of him or me smoking in front of him. I keep it as, as far as I can. Yeah. See, like I had, I had a coworker and to me, when it comes to parenting, I'll never comment on any style of parenting unless it's just blatantly wrong. Like you're abusing your child, you're doing, you know, you're exposing them to things that they really shouldn't be exposed to like hard drugs, shit like that, you know? But, um, 
the, she was she was dating a guy and she had she had been into the child's life since the child was born but it wasn't like biologically hers um so uh, there was always like limitations you know as far as things i'm sure oh my god i've watched that happen i'm so sorry oh my god i'm dying oh my god <laughs> i just inhaled a nug <laughs> like that was really big <laughs> Oh my god, it was chilled on your lip and then you inhaled and I was like, no! And it already had gone in there. Hard, I'm back. That was so funny. Okay, I'm sorry. I got you next time, okay? I felt it. I just couldn't stop the whole motion. It was already in play. It was already happening. You couldn't stop it. Right, damn it. That's so funny. Um, but she, um, they, they were very open about it. He sold weed and like he had his own like, oh my God, this just hit me really hard all of a sudden. I don't know why. I'm sorry. I just got really high in the moment I was looking at you and I was like, whoa, <laughs> that background in your face. Like, whoa, that looks great. It's magical. <laughs> right. It is it's moving around the stars, you know, they're twinkling. Um, but, uh, they, they smoked around her. They rolled up around her. She knew what weed was. She just knew that she wasn't supposed to talk about it at school or like with her mm-hmm. friends, because like, obviously they knew that other people's parents or teachers right. probably wouldn't think that's the greatest thing but they tried to do it like I think like <coughs> reverse psychology style to mm-hmm. where like she wouldn't associate it with being bad because they're so open about it that yeah. she wouldn't think like oh my parents are doing something bad or it's a drug or weed's bad mm-hmm. they really believe that not that it's not a great thing but they I think believe exposing people at the earliest ages to the benefits of weed Mm -hmm. and I think me personally like Mm -hmm. I'm not a parent but I don't know how comfortable I would feel with that you know what (laughs) that actually sounds like a good idea because as parents sometimes we don't know it but we kind of trick our kids into doing stuff that that like you know like as far as me hiding the weed that might make him curious yeah and I don't know that it made me curious when I was younger. I always knew when mommy's doors was closed and it was smelling like pine cones. Yeah. It was lit. Like, you know, I knew <laughs> it that literally when I was, it was little, lit. Like, you know? So it might make him curious. Uh, this is actually a, a nice little realization right now because that's actually a cool style. I think it's a cool style of parenting. Mm-hmm. I think it is because um, she's educated about it. You right. Know? It yeah. brings her some knowledge about it instead of her being yeah. so curious. And, and, I, and like, I think it's better if you're going to hear it from somebody like your parents so they can tell you what it's really about than if you were to just hear about it, like, you know, from your friends or whatever. Like, yeah. when I was growing up, like, I was so against weed. I was such a fucking square. I was annoying. Like, I was an annoying square. You know what I mean? Like, those yeah. ones that were like, don't do drugs. Remember what we learned in Derek class? What are you doing? You made a commitment to that Mr. Lion guy, whatever his name was. <laughs> you know? And so people were like, just shut up. Like, if you're going to be around us, you just it's need to shut blood. up. Right. <laughs> so I didn't smoke till I was 18, but <coughs> I, my dad, like, he smoked my entire life. Like we had plants on the side of our house. Like he would always smoke in the garage. Like I, he would always go over to his best friend's house who lived right next door and they would do shit. I don't know, whatever. But I like didn't know anything. I was so like far away from it, you know? Mm. And like, I, I kind of think that helped in my personal situation. I mean, I don't really know. I don't know what my life would have been like if I did know, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. either way, I got into weed on my own, but yeah, exactly. it was way later, and my dad, like, did not condone me smoking, necessarily. He was like, mm-hmm. I don't care, you know, do what you gotta do, but he would not smoke with me. He didn't want to be around it. He didn't want me to watch him smoke. He didn't want to watch me smoke. He thought it was, like, weird, and then we, uh, 
we moved in with his like not with his girlfriend but we all moved in together to like the last house that they lived at in Tracy and uh, me and his girlfriend used to smoke and he was fine with that but he refused to do it still and she was like he just feels like he's enabling you and even though we don't think it's bad other people might think it's bad and he doesn't want to be like a bad dad and I'm like but I'm 25 you know like I'm at the point where I'm making decisions on my own so why would he feel like it's on him if we're smoking together that's true well would you smoke with your son if he got um, too obviously of age yeah yeah my parents smoke with me oh yeah like, yeah well, I feel like it's it's like bonding almost at this point it you know is. yeah because it kind of establishes like the friendship at that point and I feel like it should when you're older right. I feel like you should be friends with your parents like especially if guys have a cool relationship yeah and that's know. what it turns into you know exactly. like they're not taking care of you anymore the same right. way so they're always your parents but it just it shifts yeah and I feel like in a way it's different when you live with your parents and when yeah. you don't yeah like you know if you're living with your parents and you got weed mom got weed you got some weed let's roll it right like, it's just yeah like, it's sometimes it gets too close for comfort like you know but as far as like come over like I got some weed hey mom I got some like you know yeah roll like I've I've never lived with my I've never lived with my mom and smoked. Like, you know, I've always I've been Like you I've, visit her yeah, and you guys smoke? I, I, I visit her and yeah. smoke with her. Like as far as me living in her house and smoking it was it was different. I, I don't know. Yeah. For a while, I would just do it, like, by myself or, like, with my friends in my room. And, like, mm-hmm. my dad didn't care. But then, like, I always wanted to smoke with him because I, I really feel like it's bonding, you know, mm-hmm. at this point. like. And then you get to see them as people. like. Yeah, and person. it's just hella funny. Like, I want to see my dad smoke weed. Like, are you kidding me? Right. Like, I want to watch. <laughs> right? Like, when he coughs, it cracks me up. He cannot, like, hit backwards. He'll do it, obviously. He wants to get high. He's mm-hmm. kind of, like, a little fiend for it. But um, he would rather smoke out of a pipe. But he, like, holds it in. He goes, <laughs> Oh, how cute. Like, the whole time his face is red. I'm like, Dad, breathe. Like, it's not that serious. You're going to hit it again. Come on. Oh, my God. He is so funny. Um, What age do you think is appropriate for, I guess, children or teens to start smoking? So, I think the appropriate age for a teen is not to smoke. (laughs) Don't smoke if you are a teenager, simply because there's a lot of health issues, your lungs are still developing, all that good stuff. Um, But I feel like once, what's the legal age to buy tobacco? 21. There you go. Yeah. But 20, like, as long, hey, get out your parents' house. Are you responsible? Like, you know, think of stuff like that. Like, I don't know. Like, it's things like, I don't know. Things like that. That's very true. But my biggest, like, my biggest thing is I feel like kids don't think about that like I remember going to high school and watching like I had a friend and and I won't name her but she we had a conflict management class together at West High and so it was like a free period basically like if kids were about to fight and they got caught before they fought we'd have to go pull them out of class and make them sit there and talk it out like they were right and then they would just go plan a fight later that day at a different park yeah Um, so that's what we did but basically we had a free period and the girl I was closest to in that class she started going through shit at home and like she started smoking a lot but she used to smoke on lunch break every single day and then would come back to school and it's like I've done that with my jobs in like the past and like I can't really imagine I feel like going back into a classroom and having to sit there for the rest of the day for four periods you know what I mean I feel like I'd fall asleep I've done it right (laughs) but like she would come back and she would smell and like like she could smell it like in her like on her breath too like she it was always and everyone knew what she was doing even our teacher but I think my teacher felt kind of 
bad. You know what I mean? Like she wanted to be like, she wanted to be a teacher, but she wanted to be a good person first and like yeah. try and take care of her. So she would try and ask me questions, but I know, I knew nothing about it because I didn't smoke with her. I didn't know nothing about weed. So I was like, I don't know what to tell you, but I felt like it really interfered and like, she's not doing so great at this point in it her does. life, you know? And it so it's, I'm, I always wonder like, is that part of the reason? Like we, we really talk weed up on this podcast, but like mm-hmm. we, we want to be open to all sides of it as well. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, I don't want to just act like there's not a negative things that can come from smoking if it's at an early age or you're not doing it responsibly, you know? That is true. I want to say that when I started smoking, I was maybe 13. My cousin let me hit the doobie. Yeah, how was that? Oh my gosh. I didn't feel shit. Really? (laughs) I didn't feel a damn thing. I just felt hella cool because I was hitting the doobie. And, you know, I just felt cool. So, I was... I don't like... I I was kind of, you know, a little follower at a young age so well also um, if you're exposed to it I feel like you get really curious exactly my mom was always smoking so right. I was like why not you had known about and it from a young age yeah but people were smoking around me all the time like, yeah I'd gotten offered weed before and I turned it down like but it was my cousin so I'm right like, okay yeah, yeah, yeah let's, do let's do it, it. <laughs> my cousin I made it so I hit it I didn't feel nothing mm-hmm. and then um after that like I got exposed to it to smoking it and Every time I smoked, like, I would get high. I'm like, this is nothing. Let me see. Like, just do it. Whatever. And, like, one day, I don't know. Like, it was me and my best friend. Uh Me and my best friend at the time. Um, We got some weed and we got a swisher. We didn't know how to roll it. We asked my brother, what do we do? How do we do this? And he showed us. Oh, Mister! Like I got really high, and yeah. I was like, I like this feeling. This yeah. is super cool. But at the same time, it made me lazy. Mm-hmm. It made Absolutely. me lazy. Like, I'm a singer. I, I love to sing. I love to sing. But she is so good at it. Oh, my oh God. My God. Thank you. I love to sing. And um, it, it, like, messed my voice up. It made me, like, kind of want to, not really want to give it up, but, like, I wasn't really worried about it too much. Yeah. Like, well, like, I, I remember you saying that in that car that one time. I, I think I picked you guys up from school. I think y'all ditched that day. Ooh, we were bad. Yeah. yeah well, I... I Stole my dad's car and picked y'all up from school. Like, I, what the fuck was I doing too? Oh but God. I remember you would try to hit like a high note and you were like, fuck, I gotta stop smoking. Or like, it was that, or you would ran out of breath really fast and you were like, I gotta stop. <laughs> like, and I think maybe you did for like a little bit. I would stop and start. Yeah, stop okay. Stop and start. Stop and start. Like, I wasn't like, like, <sighs> like, I don't know. I would stop and start in high school though, but. It was to a point where I would just be smoking on a daily basis. I would hit a po- I, I hit a point where I was smoking on a daily basis because it just made me feel good. Like yeah. you know, I even got in trouble from my mom and my grandparents. I got a whooping right here in the backyard. Oh yeah, <laughs> in high school. <laughs> in the backyard, right there for coming in the house high. We were in that house next door, uh-huh. right there, uh-huh. and it was abandoned, and we were like. It was my cousins and my brother and sister. We had some weed. We went there <laughs> and we smoked. We came to the house. And this is how you know I'm high as fuck. I got my cousin's phone and I'm listening to Taylor Swift. <laughs> and it's on high. Oh my God. Oh my God. Were you my singing? I knew something. No, I wasn't singing. I was <laughs> were just humming. Just and I'm just. Oh my God. And I'm listening to Taylor Swift and I'm lit. My mom looked at me and was like, are you high? And I'm like, no. And she said, she called all my my brothers and sisters, I think, in there. And they were all high too, though, right? Yeah, we were all high. 
Yeah. Right. We got in trouble. I'm we sure. Got we got in We got in some bad trouble. And... Um, was it just you that got a whooping or did yeah, everybody? Everybody, everybody, yeah. everybody that was smoking got a whooping. I, I don't even know if my... I don't know. Now it's cloudy. Yeah. <laughs> now it's cloudy, but <laughs> we all got a whooping. I know we were all back there getting a whooping and like after that, I was fearless about smoking. I'm like, so oh, that's good. Oh, okay. Like all I got to do is hide it better. Right. Like, you know, right, all I got to right, do right. is put some eye drops and hide it better. Exactly. So... <laughs> It, Thanks, it, mom. It's it stunning. Like what I wanted to do, I had a lot of plans that I wanted to do, though. Like I had stuff that I really wanted to do, but I was not focused on it because I was smoking. Yeah. Like you know, and at a young age, like if you're not focused on what you want to do and you're focused on something else, that something else is gonna just take over. Take over, basically, yeah. and that's what it did. And that's when I met my son's dad, and we were getting high together, and then we had the Fucked baby, had a baby, right, smoking and chilling and fucking, <laughs> right, <laughs> but you know, we yes. had a baby, we had a baby, and it just, but it only does that if you let it, like, and it wasn't the weed in itself, neither, but the weed was a part of it. Like, yeah. you know, it was a part of the reason why I was like, it stopped the momentum. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And at a young age, it can because you're not really aware of, like, you know, you're, and you're not, like, right. you know, depending on where you're at in life. So I guess I was at a point where I wasn't aware and I right. needed more growth to do before I smoked. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I did it. But, you know, yeah. I'm well aware of that. I feel like. If you're kind of a creature of habit and you get into something like that, exactly. it brings it out of you. So it's not necessarily the weed, but the weed almost enables you to feel like yeah. that and not do anything. And then you just get so accustomed to doing that, that that's what you want to do all the time. Mm. But then you begin mad at yourself because you're like, there's hella shit that I wanted to do or right. get done and I didn't do any of it. But then it's like the only person to blame is me because I got high and just didn't do it. And then you're rolling up while you're saying it. Like, right. <laughs> like, I just got to smoke this off. Like, all right. Like, you know, like, fuck it. I'll smoke it off. Like, you know, there's but there's goods and bads about the situation because um like if I'm like super stressed out about something and I feel like anxiety Mm -hmm. like when I'm getting ready for work per se I have super anxiety so I'm like oh my god oh I'm taking too long yeah 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 um pulling up the time on the map oh my god it's so far like it's traffic oh I'm just once I smoke I'm not tripping about the traffic like and I get there on time right I'm like you know it just calms my brain a little like you're still aware of what's going on but it just does it takes that like edge off you know there you go Mm -hmm. I feel it because I feel like that's how it is with me too yeah I just need that sometimes like even people will be like can you go smoke before we have this conversation Mm -hmm. and I'm like that's rude but yeah give me (laughs) a blunt whatever (laughs) sounds good but probably I should so let's do it Like I understand. I'm if you're if you're high anxiety, like you'll understand. But definitely, definitely. So if do you think that if you started smoking at like a later age in life, that things would be different for you right now? Yes, I definitely feel like that. Really? What do you yes. think would be different? I think that I would have um, probably like um, <laughs> a bit more focused <laughs> um. on like instead of being more focused on being cool, because that's where it started. Really? That's where it started. Because, see, I, when I first smoked, I wasn't high. Just trying to be cool. Ah. I would have took my focus off of being cool, you know, and just focused on school and focused on where I wanted to be, you know? That makes sense. Do you think you would have focused on that, though? Because, like, 
me personally, I was not into school and I didn't smoke till I turned 18. So I feel like it wouldn't have made a difference for me either way. You know like, what? I still didn't You're do probably shit. right about that. You're probably right about that because um, I don't know where I was going to go with this. But I love that because that. that happens so many times on the episodes and I'm like, fuck. This sucks. <laughs> but you are probably right about that. Like everything happens for a reason, you know, divine purpose, all that good stuff. Yes, absolutely. So I feel like it either way it probably would have been like <coughs> we were just an accessory of it like you right. know it was just there yeah so. because I think about that a lot <coughs> the older I get I wasn't a very motivated child like my parents always used to tell me I was lazy and it's like yeah but I wasn't really motivated to do anything mm-hmm. like anything that I did that was outside of like sleeping and showering and going to school was something I was almost forced to do like sports I was forced to partake in I didn't have an option to just be like oh hey I don't want to do this anymore and just quit so it's like I had to do it so when it came down to schoolwork, it's like I was still supposed to do it and I guess I, I had to quote unquote but I just didn't do it so I just mm-hmm. feel like I don't know I just I, personally like I know I, I wouldn't have made a difference to me I was just a very not motivated Hmm. person I don't know you know what you could be right because I I'd say (laughs) you're probably right about that because as a child like I'm I've always liked to do things a little slower like you know even my mom says like you just sashay your way around (laughs) I love that that. I've always been like that like you know I just want to take my time yeah exactly and I feel like maybe when things kind of started going faster (laughs) we'd helped it Help me take my time. And sashay like, you know, again. And sashay yeah. again. I want to sashay. Right. Why wouldn't you? Exactly. Jeez. I love that. I'm going to start saying that. I'm not taking my time. I'm just sashaying I'm through sashaying. it. Right? No way. Right. But also, I kind of feel like, and this is me just getting into my high right now. I think about this a lot. Okay. I feel like there's like a higher purpose, you know, kind of for everybody. I don't really feel like my higher purpose had anything to do with school, had anything to do with like the norm, quote unquote, of this life, because I don't know. It's just I knew it was something I was supposed to do, but I was always like, I'm not going to go to college, not in a way where I I didn't want to. But it's like the things I want to do. Has nothing to do. Yeah, I can't get an education that's going to help me do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I always knew that what I wanted to do was going to be something that wasn't like conventional, I guess you could say. I Mm -hmm. couldn't get an education for that. And every time I would try and force myself into a certain direction or avenue to try and almost please other people, because you know it was almost like my parents you know had a problem with it they would you're just not motivated there's nothing you care about it's like no there's shit that i care about it's just not this it's not yeah it's, it's not this stuff you know like yeah. i don't know and even now getting into like my mid to late 20s i feel like now is the time where i'm kind of seeing what i want to do and right and I, I don't feel like it's like i'm a late bloomer or i just didn't care and i just wasn't focused i've been driving myself crazy since i was 18 trying to figure out what i want to do with my life feeling like i started it late like i'm going to be into my 50s before before I get like a solid job, you know what I mean? I'm never gonna be able to retire. Like, and right. I hate thinking like that. Cause it's like, that's not, I don't I don't feel like the life that I want and that I'm trying to live is going to fit inside of that bubble that all of that takes place in anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. So when I think back to it, I'm like, maybe it was just me kind of having intuition knowing like, I just don't, I don't want to be here and it's, I don't need to be here. I don't know, you know? And as, as kids, we kind of know that that's why we're so rebellious. Mm -hmm. That's why we're so rebellious of school and all of the conformity, like, you Mm -hmm. know, because we kind of know that that's not what we're here to do. Right. That's where you're positioning me to do. Right. That's what you're positioning me to do, you know? And this is part of what we have to go through. Yeah. And I feel like, um, 
some parents that like listen to their children and listen to their call what their children want like you know they position their kids to follow their dreams and even some parents that don't their kids figure it out just like now how you're saying like I don't feel like I'm a late bloomer and, and time is so like time is everyone gets their time yeah like you know yeah and say you're trying to chase your purpose and you find it and you're not ready for it exactly so right it all then happens what? for a reason yeah like divine purpose absolutely divine timing right because and there's you know those there was always those kids in school that did great they they wanted that they were uh great academically they take honors courses and it's like it's not like i didn't want to be that i just knew that wasn't me you know and it's like i want to be able to focus in on something like that and, and be so about it and i just i couldn't do it like i would try and i was like i fucking hate this like i can't retain this information my brain is not set up to learn this fucking exactly. history lesson i couldn't tell you shit about history now like i don't know why i struggle with it it's really just remembering stuff and even though like i smoke a lot i feel like i can remember things pretty good for the most part and i just couldn't like i don't know numbers don't really click so well for me you know math was horrible and it's like i really don't use that dumbass geometry shit in everyday life like y'all did not need to put me through that shit three times in high school like i didn't need like i don't know you know man and so i think about like i don't have kids you know but i think about it all the time because I've, I've wanted kids forever yeah i think about this stuff all i really do and it it used to scare me a lot i used to be so afraid of it like oh my gosh my son's gonna go through this that and the other but he's a person just like i am and he's yeah. gonna have to go through things yeah and when i look at him like that it makes me not too afraid that you know like oh okay well not that bad because when I think of it it wasn't that bad it right. was damn near fun like, right learning so <laughs> as long as I let him have fun and grow and just be there like to like discipline him and show him like you know the way show him the way right how to <laughs> or his way the way his way or it's not really a way to show him just it's how just to get showing him it. himself right because it's it's like once you're at a young age, you don't know what to do. Right. You're you're being told you don't know yourself. Like or you don't know what you want. Yeah, what's best for you? Like you don't know what you want. When I was younger, my mom used to always tell me, "I love my mommy. I love her to death. I love you, mommy." I know. I love. <laughs> but she mom. used to tell me like, "Go find yourself. Go love yourself." And I feel like when I was younger, I kind of knew mm-hmm. already. Like I knew, but I didn't. I wasn't aware. Right. Like you know. Yeah, yeah. But now that I'm older, I'm being more aware. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just cognizant of, of who I am, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I already knew the whole time. Right. She's telling me to be aware. Like, right. Ah. And I read something like, because I I've been like I said so obsessed with like figuring out like a career path because I kind of just feel like I'm wasting time doing things I don't want to do, and I just want to be in that position doing what I'm supposed to do or what I really enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. But I read something online that said like, it, whenever you're thinking about like your future or like your career or just like your purpose in life and what you want to do, like the first thing that you want to do is what it always comes back to in the end Mm -hmm. and it's so weird because when I was a kid I was like I love animals like I always wanted to do shit with animals and so when I was a kid I was like oh vet that's that's the person that works with animals that's what I want to be but I got older and I was like I don't want to be a vet like I don't want to just work with dogs and cats and then I was like I also don't want to perform surgery and cut dogs and cats open and have to put them to sleep like I don't want all aspects of that Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so then it was like okay well then there's not really a career path for animals then and then it was like okay what else can I do that's gonna 
whatever. So then I try to get into criminal justice and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I smoke way too much weed to <laughs> ever have any type of career in criminal justice. So I stopped doing that. You know what I mean? And then it was bouncing all over the place, like tr- trying to pick up nursing because I thought it was going to be like a safe career. It's like I paid my tutor in high school or not my tutor, my TA in high school to pass me and change my grade in the system in my anatomy and physiology class. So I didn't know a damn thing that was ever going on. Like I can't do that. So, you know, I was just trying to fit into these things. And then it was like, okay, what do I really want to do? I still love animals. I want to have a farm animal sanctuary. That's my main goal. I know that it's going to be something that's going to be hard to come by because you have to fund that shit yourself, you know, but it's like, okay, everything I'm doing now is working towards that bigger goal. Even if I'm 60 and I open it, that's what I want. And mm-hmm. I'm okay with, with that. And it's not something that I can go through like a schooling program now and just have all of a sudden, you know what I mean? It doesn't work that way. So I'm okay with it. You know, I'm, I don't know that I feel like it's coming full circle now yes. and that, you know, but I, I don't know. So I always think like when I have kids, it's like, <laughs> I don't want you to have to go through all of that, you know, mm-hmm. but you have to. To, to, to learn and yeah. know what you want to do. All, you can just get re- and just get really happy about it every. And I just, I'm just gonna get really happy about it every time Jordan comes to me. Like, mom, I'm just, baby, you're almost there. Like, no. <laughs> you're almost there. Like, you know, just. I thought he's, what do you mean, you know, mom? And then yeah, one day he's, he's gonna, gonna be like, see it, like oh, you know, that's what she you're meant. Just gonna see it. You're almost there. Yeah. But I see exactly what you're saying because. I feel like when I was younger, I knew my purpose. I loved to sing. I was just talking to my mom on the phone. She's like, when I used to hear you when you were little, I used to be like, that's my baby singing. Like, what? That's her little voice. <laughs> like, you know, and um, I, as I got older, I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. Like, you know, I strayed away from it. I don't want to do that. But I got stuck and I'm like, okay, now I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm at now. I have a son right. and I'm like, I'm at a pause. Right. Because I need, uh, uh, I need to kind know. Kind of freaking out. Like, yeah, huh? I'm yeah. like, I need to know. Yeah. So, <clears throat> as I'm at a pause, I'm actually having a spiritual growth and all this stuff. So, like, I'm growing. And yeah. it's ridiculous. It's scary to me, too, because I've never been like this. So, it's like an unknown. So Yeah, know, anytime you're uncomfortable, you're growing. Right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, it's like, what? I don't know. Like, but, I don't know how to handle it. You're yes, trying to, like, plan so, for it. You can't. You and just stu- can't. Like, and, and I'm just at... I'm, stopped for a second though and I asked myself like where am I going yeah where am I going and what am I doing just send me stuff to tell me where I'm going and what am I doing so like I've just met people and and you and like things that bring stuff out of me that I didn't even know like you know like I I meet people who make beats and music's coming back and I'm writing and it's all I have so back. many connections for you. Oh my god, I didn't oh even think god. about this. Oh yay, see it's coming full circle. <laughs> see, this was supposed to happen. This was this was supposed, supposed to happen. To happen. Yes, like see. what divine purpose? What, what, what Thank you, universe. Thank divine you. Divine purpose. Oh gosh. And I feel like some people are listening and they're like, you guys are like weird hippie, like stoner. And all I say whatever. Right. Like, I think you need to hit it a little bit more. And like, I understand certain things like there's this there's this girl that's really well known in Sacramento and she's an artist. She paints. Her name is Pastel Ray. And um, her work is amazing. But she always like tries to remind people that that's her passion. and That's what she does. But she also knows that that's not something at the moment that's paying her bills. So she's not necessarily putting 
Not that she's not putting everything she has into it, but she has a full-time job, basically. She does that so that she can support herself so she can continue doing that. And I feel like that's the type of path that I'm on. Other people, it's different. Some things you have to dedicate all of your time and throw yourself into fully or else it's never going to get where you want it to go. So it's like you got you to gotta kind of navigate the path. You might have to take a few like L's before you can get, you know, a W. Definitely, like it's definitely. Just how it and, goes. And then there's this thing that I learned. Oh my gosh. I learned it's called like failing forward. It's like failing forward. So it's like find three things <coughs> that you did right and two things that you could have done better in the situation just so that you're not hurting your own feelings also. Right. <laughs> because you, you, we hurt our own feelings. <coughs> we are but, more critical on ourselves than anybody exactly. will ever be. Like, so every time you do it, it's like you found a thousand ways to do it better. Like, you know, and if you know that that's your purpose, keep doing it until you get it. Like, you know. Absolutely. You just don't stop believing. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been listening to that song for like the last three days because I'm in real town. So in the car, in the shower, I just have it on repeat. (laughs) This time. (laughs) We're going to get through this. It's going to be okay. We got Right. Maybe we should talk about your... You being a mom more because I think that's what right, this is supposed to be about, as a right? Mom podcast. But I feel yeah, like it took a really great turn. Those last thirty minutes it were did. great. This is awesome. Right. I like it. Me too. I like the energy. I'm really high too. I really like this weed. Right. I'm so in my feelings right now about all this. I feel like I could just talk to you all day about everything. <laughs> I know. And I'm just looking at your vision board right now, and I'm like, oh my god, clarity. <laughs> oh my god, peace and bliss. Alignment and stability. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about vision boards a little bit? Oh yeah. Okay. So I was. Uh, Mariana posted on Snapchat a while ago that she was having like a vision board party and she was so excited because she was having friends over to make vision boards and I was like oh my god like that's such a good idea I don't think a lot of people even know what vision boards are or like how they can help you mm-hmm. do you want to talk about that a little bit definitely okay, definitely. Yeah. okay so um, my vision board came about because like I said I was at a pause and I didn't know where I was going, what I was doing, and I was having growth at the same time as the pause. So it's not really a pause; it was just a the like, lull. Lull, like yeah, just yeah. it was my pause, right? Just me. It was like you had to take a breather, <laughs> yeah, but stuff but, was still happening around you. Right. So universe so was, was like, it's pause, gonna happen. And I was trying to figure out exactly where I was going with everything. So I wanted to put everything I wanted in plain sight in front of my eyes, so that I could know what I wanted so that I could like kind of tap into okay this is what you want right how do you want to get it like so I love that this is what you want how do you you want to get get it it. this is what you gotta do okay yeah so I made my vision board and it has words on there that that I like that feel so good to me Mm -hmm. authenticity beauty bliss clarity abundance peace stability alignment yes i have words like that on there just so it 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 makes me feel good and i see it every day so it like i feel good every day starting my day when i look at it and it's so glittery it makes me happy yes and that's what i thought when i picked it out at first i was i was thinking of style like oh i want it to be so chic right that was my (laughs) problem too i was just just oh i just want it to be chic so I was in the store at the Dollar General and I seen this glitter and it just popped. I'm like, uh, let's, uh, 
I'm, I'm taking a risk. Let's get it. Yes. So I got it. And I really love it. It has butterflies. I have little butterflies on it. Yes. And hearts. But I have like... um Food that I, I, I'd love to indulge in more. Mm-hmm. Fruits, vegetables, um, yoga. I, I love to exercise. Mm-hmm. So I have that on there so that I can get, get that going more. I have a, where it has stability. I have my place that I want to live, how, how I want to live, what mm-hmm. I want it to look like. Mm-hmm. And then by peace and abundance, I got some money, a big... A big stack of money. It's like money is raining. Just money raining <laughs> right above a rock of gratitude. Which is amazing that you would do it like that. I love what you did there. Definitely. And then I have the namaste. Yeah. And give middle. a tree of life, it looks like. Definitely. And, and then, all the chakras. Yeah. And then at the bottom, I have beauty, hair, makeup. I love hair and makeup. And then I have traveling with my son and with family. And on the top, Clarity, I got a man up there. Ooh. <laughs> One day. I got a man up there. And he got my back. He's behind me. But yeah, that's what my vision board looks like. And and that's what I wanted. So I just stopped. I, just, I was like, all right, cut the bullshit. Yeah. That's what you want. Like, you know, cut the bullshit. <clears throat> right. So that's what I look at every morning. And that's what I want. So. And she also has like a board underneath. It's like a whiteboard. And she has... Did you see, like, quotes or, like, mantras written on there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you just realize that? <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't realize. I didn't just realize that. I, I just realized you were going to bring it up. Oh, so, <laughs> well, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, too. I was reading it. <laughs> yeah. Because I just saw I, self-care is how you take your, your power back. back. Yeah. Definitely. And how can I be the best best version of myself in every situation? When I had, I gained all that weight, like I told you, I okay, I was in this relationship and it was a really bad relationship and it wasn't like happy weight that you gained. It was like that real depressed, like we're living in a fucking laundry room on the floor type shit. Like it was not mm-hmm. a good situation. And I was just, all the money that I was getting was going back into somebody that wasn't trying to do anything to take care of themselves. And I, they were literally so dependent on me. And it's like, I can't even take care of myself. I was only like 19 like what you know what I mean like I just got like a full-time job like what are you what are you trying to do to me here and just a a lot was going on but when I moved back to my my dad's house and I um like I was like I need to redo my life basically I uh would go on Pinterest and I would find like a bunch of quotes that were like supposed to be inspirational like working out like it would say like uh like do it now and I don't know you don't have to regret it I don't know just like things like that you know what I mean like I don't know what I'm trying to say but it was like oh it said suck it up now so you don't have to suck it in later things like that you know just stuff like that so I would print those out and I would tape them on my mirrors and then like on my door Mm -hmm. and then um, I I was working at a gym but it was like 45 minutes away from where I lived at so if I wasn't already working that day I didn't really go out there and use the gym so I would stay at home because we had a treadmill so I'd run on the treadmill and then I'd go into my room and I would do whatever else I wanted to do like with weights or like floor work stuff like that and I would look at those as I was you know looking in the mirror watching what I was doing and I dropped like 60 pounds like I in a very like short time like and I I wasn't trying to I was just trying to get myself back you know I was just trying to I don't know it was weird it's like I wasn't trying to lose weight I was just trying to I guess be more healthy and just kind of take my life back and do something that was going to be good for me and then like 
I don't know. It was really good for me, you know, but mm-hmm. I don't know. So and that's exactly how the brain works. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's crazy how the brain works. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to study the human brain more so I can figure it's my so brain out. Like, it's so interesting. Right? <laughs> well, I'm into it on, like, a di- like a weird level. Like, I really want to, like, learn about, like, serial killers and, like, their brains and stuff. Deep. Well, I Yeah, but it's like, like, psychopaths don't feel anything. Like, they, ha- they can't feel emotion. They can't feel love. They don't feel anything so they can kill people and they don't feel remorse they don't feel anything and it's just crazy to know that people are wired like that when I know that I am like such a fucking emotional person like I am so sensitive like you look at me wrong and I will cry you know what I mean like and and it's it's weird to know someone is the polar opposite and can't feel anything so it's like I want to study it because I want to understand like how is your brain like that like what's different in your brain that makes you feel that like Oh, it's so crazy. You know what I mean? Just why? Yes. And then and then knowing that if they ever do show any type of like empathy, that it's all fake and it's like a mind fuck because at the end of the day, they literally do not have the capacity to feel anything. And it's like, oh, it's crazy. Sorry. This hella took a turn, but you know. What is that? I don't know. That was my, that was my scary, it's my scary music. I was like, is that like Jaws? What is that? I don't know. <laughs> that was your scary music. Got it. Oh, we were talking about the, the mission uh, for the vision board, the positive the stuff. Positive stuff. Sorry, you know, the dark and the leave it to me to right, ring up serial killers. Light. Right. But, <laughs> but yeah, like my vision board and my stuff. Yeah. But we were talking about the human brain and how when you put things in front of you too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and how it can react to that? Board. That's what that's what the vision board is all about, though. It's putting putting it in front of me to to just remind myself what I'm doing and where I'm going right. and what I want. Well, because a lot of people, I feel like, think that they're in control. And like one one thing that my therapist always used to tell me was like, control is an illusion. It it doesn't exist. Like you don't have control over anything. It's not a thing that you can possess. You can plan as much as you want for something, but if the universe wants something to happen it's going to happen you know what I mean there's nothing you can do about it absolutely nothing so like instead of being so wrapped up in like control like you have to learn to like enjoy the moments and I feel like it's really hard if you have anxiety too because Mm -hmm. like that's how your brain works you're kind of like wired to just think about everything constantly and all the different scenarios that can happen and like just everything all the time your mind never stops it never sleeps it's just always going and it's crazy so like being able to like accept that and then just like let it go it's it's like a weird feeling you know that's definitely true it's i don't know it's crazy yeah the brain man it'd be it'd be your own brain sometimes it it really does it'd be your own people (laughs) it'd be your own (laughs) but no seriously um if you put something in front of you though and you realize what it is you'll go yeah. We were talking about smoking moms. Oh, yeah. We got to get sorry. Let's get back on we that. We got to get started about that. But Okay. So, then, has he ever caught you smoking before? He has. Yeah? How, how yeah. did that go? I, I try to... I try to... Play it off? Play it off and just walk away, spit it out. <laughs> What's going on? Right. Get out of here. Do you, yeah, it's grown folks' business going on. Like, has know? there ever been a time where, like, you smoked too much and you felt like it interfered with you being able to do anything with your son? You know what? I have. I have. I have. I'm being honest. This yeah. Podcast. I'm being honest. Yeah. That was kind of, I was like, I wonder if she's going to answer this question. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, so, 
being, long pause right mom pause mom pause being in a situation where you're a mom you know you're a woman and you're stressed out you're you are a woman before you are a mother right. before you're someone's mother you you know so you're going through things also right and I was definitely in a dark place before where I was like smoking heavy and and that's where I started smoking backwards mm-hmm. I started smoking backwards smoking heavy going through a deep breakup <clears throat> with his dad and you know, just feeling alone and stuff and wanting to just smoke and be by myself and just, you know, in a dark place. And I've, I've smoked. Oh, I've. Yeah, I've been I've been there. Mm. And had to get a babysitter. Like, you know, <laughs> been a fucked up situation. Had to get a babysitter. I mean, like, at least you were sleep. responsible about it. You like, know what I, I mean? got to sleep. And it's been times where I haven't been responsible about it, where I've slept and I've let him fuck up the fucking the room. And I'm like, oh, God, stupid. Like, right. What am I doing? But I feel like oh that's God. so real because that's not like it's not just you. Yeah, There's so no, many people that go it's through real. that. Like, you know, it's the truth. And um, I've been in that situation and it is hard going th- going through it, too, and being like, damn, I did that. But accepting it and apologizing myself and... And accepting apologies to myself definitely Yeah, yeah that's that. the biggest one, I think. Because once you accept the apology, you're going to definitely change it. Like, you know, right. especially if you telling yourself, like, you know, it's yeah. you. So, right. <laughs> definitely. So in moderation as a mom, I smoke in moderation. Mm-hmm. Definitely smoke in moderation. Like, I got... I, a blunt lasts me all day. Yeah. <laughs> so are I'm you really up. high right now? Because we. Smoke. I'm high as shit. Like Yay. I literally fall asleep by blunt too. But since we're talking and we're up, because we're rolling, we're rolling blunt three. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, like, yeah, I'm I'm not really a heavy smoker like that. So one one backwood will last me all day. I will go in my car when my baby is taking a nap, or when he'll be sitting watching TV. And my grandpa would be watching him. I'll go in my car and I'll smoke my little blunt. Yeah. You know. Well, I feel like a lot of people downplay the role as a mother. And it's like, like you said, you're a woman before you're a mother. But like once you're a mom, I feel like even if you know that, it's still really hard to find that balance. You Mm -hmm. have to do what you have to do, I feel like, for yourself to keep yourself sane. You know, it's not. I'm sorry. Kids are great. But it's not a surprise that like they will drive you up a fucking wall sometimes to where you need a break, like just a mental break because you need it for yourself and for your kid you know what I mean like I don't know I carry a lot of anger with me in certain situations (laughs) and so I can only imagine like sometimes like my dogs are there and I feel like I'll yell at them like more than I normally would and I'm like well they didn't deserve that and I'm like I don't want to be that mom that does that to my kids because I know that my Mm -hmm. parents do that to me sometimes and that's like that's fucked up I didn't do anything like you know like don't use me as your (laughs) punching bag fuck you you know what and as a parent you find yourself doing that sometimes right because you're a human you find yourself doing that sometimes and I was reading this I have this book over here that I was reading mm-hmm. right here oh I'm such a weirdo people are gonna freaking know I <laughs> know <laughs> I'm weird the vortex what's it's that the vortex. and um it's it's the vortex where the law of attraction assembles all cooperative relationships oh. Oh. Teach, tell me about this because I'm like okay what? so 
I'm still reading it. <laughs> so I don't want to just like pour into, I can't like just, it's so much to talk about. Like, oh, it's just making me feel so, ugh, talking about it like yeah. it's just a lot because it's so much. But like this, like, okay, let's, let's and it's by Esther and Jerry Hicks. It's by Esther and Jerry. That's cute. Yeah, it's by a couple. They're really cute. And this is really helping me with my son. I kid you not. That's awesome. It definitely is helping me with my son. Well, what is it about? It's about, like, um, the relationships that we attract and why we attract them and how, like, how, how to to get the relationships that, that you definitely want, want like, okay. and how to align yourself with the relationship which that you want and the people that you want. How far are you into the book? Oh, like, can I'm you just, tell me some oh shit gosh, that's going to mind fuck me? Because the, I don't mind being mind fucked right now. In this book is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ooh, that looks interesting. Let's read this page. No, seriously. And I, I'm, I need to read it all the just, you know, regular, like, oh, page one, page two, page three. But yeah. It's so much that's just resonating. It's crazy. But sometimes, but I, yeah, sometimes you reach and you kind of have to take a break. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like, You're just like, this is too much right now. Um, I'm learning too much about myself and my mind, and it's too much for my mind. Yeah. And then sometimes it's interesting and it's deep, and you get super deep into it, and you don't want to stop. No, like, you I know, know. isn't sides. it crazy? Yeah, it is. But the book is definitely helping me with my son because I'm like... Like it, it says something in there. Like, like I told you, like he's his own person, and he has to you go know, through the shit on his go own. Go through things, yeah. also. But like, it it helps you realize that like when you were a kid, you were having fun, and when we were younger, we were already like, you know how they say. I don't want to get super deep into it, but they say babies are already attached to the like spiritual run. Super I think so. Yeah. I definitely think so too. Definitely, but. Um. <laughs> did you have like a moment are you okay uh, I did I, no I want to know I can edit it out but can you say it no because it's like super deep like it's super deep like what they say about like parenting and like it's so funny because when you give your kid to someone else, it's so easy to them. They're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you mean by he's like, he's so crazy. I don't know what you're talking about. He's super easy because that person doesn't feel like they're, they don't feel like they're responsible for the child. So it's easy for them when they get that, when the mom gets the kid back, all that responsibility comes on that mom Yeah. right back. So they're like, yeah. You don't know. Yeah. You don't have to get it. Like, you know. <laughs> so, but the reason why we, we, I'm not saying we should let go of the responsibility of feeling like that. But when I do let it go, when I look at my son, mm-hmm. I don't feel too much like, see, I can't say this. You have to edit it out. It's going to sound like okay. I'm a bad mom. No. Go. I'll edit it, but go. I want to But no, want you I to don't that. feel like I'm, like, I don't feel like he's too much of a burden. I don't feel like he's too much of a burden because I realize he's a person, too. Why does that sound bad? I don't know. Does it, does it make sense, though? I think it sounds nice. 
Well, you said he's not too much of a burden. Like, he's not. People like, look at their kids a lot of times like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, I got into this too early. Like, they don't ever regret the child, but they always regret the circumstances as to which they came about or the timing as to which they came about. Like, uh, honestly, unless you adopt or you're a gay couple and you're doing some type of artificial insemination, you never really know when it's going to come. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't plan for it in the same way. So it's not something that you necessarily prepare yourself for. So when you get thrown into it, you just try and do the best you can. But the fact that you're reading books like that and you're trying to educate yourself on ways that you can learn how to bond with him and and make parenting easy easier for you and more beneficial to him it's like you're taking more of initiative than like so many other parents would do you know what i mean oh my gosh i'm gonna tear up (laughs) (laughs) but does that make sense yeah it definitely does like you're trying like people don't do that they don't read books on how to fucking parent they're like whatever they're a kid like they just need to eat and get fed and whatever shower and go to school and they're fine definitely they don't care a mom like my mom had six of us Mm -hmm. six of us six of us (laughs) and she was just one by herself right and two are twins like right right so that's two at the same time right right six of us so it's like deep but um but yeah sometimes as a parent you feel like there's another one on your left. There's one on your left. Don't suck it in. <laughs> oh, you got me. <laughs> I told you I had your back. <laughs> fucks with you, daddy. <laughs> All right. I'm not. I'm going to keep it. I need everybody to know I got your back in a session. I will not let you in nails. A Scooby snack twice. So Maybe the first time, but. That's <laughs> all <laughs> so I was going to say. As a parent, sometimes when we're talking to our kids, too, we try to control what they're saying. Like, no, don't say that. Right. Like, it is okay to let them know. Like, yeah, like explaining to yes. our kids and Teach. talking to our kids. And I'm knowing that more because my mom's explaining to me and talking to me. and Just the way that we're communicating. That's just the way that I learn. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just the way that I learn. Everybody's brain's different. Right. Absolutely. Everybody's brain's different. Everybody's a different kind of retarded. Absolutely. Everybody's a different kind of retarded. But, like, you know, that's not too fond of everyone. And as a mom, you got to say, fuck you. Fuck you. Like, fuck you, 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 and you too. Yeah. And you in the back that was talking shit, fuck you too. Like, you know. Say it louder for the people in the back. Right. With love. Like, fuck you with love because I know that you're coming. You're Because you're coming from a good place. Right. You want me to do the right thing. Which is amazing. Right. Which is great. Right. Appreciate it. <laughs> but, Good looking. <laughs> All right. But, but fuck you. <laughs> but fuck you and my business. Right. <laughs> my business. Like, right. my business. So, like, um, if, like, smoking as a mom and being high around your kid, if, if you're, like, I, I think that me being high around my son makes me less irritable mm-hmm. especially because my baby is four and he asks so many questions yeah. my baby wants to know everything mom where did we come from Aww. he asks me that every day mom where did we come from what do you tell him i tell him oh my gosh i, I tell him as much as i can without trying to go too deep right i don't want to lose him right because so i, I want to keep i want him to keep asking the question yeah so i can figure out where <laughs> so i could let him know too right so i'm like we come from god and 
Uh, and he's like, so where did you come from? Like, And I said, well, I came from God. He said, well, where did I come from? Well, I helped. He said, well, I was in your belly. Right. And I'm like, well, I helped. Um, God put me in, in, in your he put you in my belly. <laughs> he he helped. Um, I helped him. I helped God. We have bring we, you here. Yeah. Something. Yeah. We 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 figured it out. I'm trying. I don't know. <laughs> but, so but, we we had an agreement, and uh, right, this is how it was set you. up. So right. Basically, you're here. Know. So there you go. I don't know how to explain <laughs> it to him, but he asks those questions, and like, at when you're, um, like. <laughs> Like I said, you're a woman before you're, and you're a person right. before too. Absolutely. So you're going through personal things. Yeah. You're going through woman things. And, and then your kids, mother things. And your baby's yes. asking questions. <laughs> and like, you know, and she's a little puff puff won't hurt sometimes. Right. Like, it right. doesn't. It never does for me, especially if you're doing it in moderation well and i feel like there's a lot of people that even if they don't necessarily like admit that they do it do it behind closed doors and they're just real quiet about it like and i feel like i mean of course we get nervous because people got shit to say like of course it's like oh shit somebody got something to say like what the fuck somebody got something to say right i'm learning how to say fuck you (laughs) yeah fuck you like you know like in in the night like i gotta learn how to say it in a nice way though like instead of saying fuck you i gotta I mean baby thank you thank you but, but you know you. what I didn't need your assistance on this one right there you go yeah but see I That's just nice to me the way that I look at it is that I feel like people who ever try to comment or butt in on that are putting you in an extremely difficult position and an awkward position at that because it's like it's just the unwritten rule that you're just supposed to fucking know that you just, you don't, it's the principle of it. You don't tell somebody how to raise their children, even if they're doing it in a really unconventional way or you may not agree with it and it might like really bother you morally, whatever. It's not your kid. You know what I mean? And and even if, let's say you don't agree with it and it's in like going to a dangerous direction, like you're not the person that steps in to intervene. Even at that part, you call somebody else, you call CPS. CPS is the one that goes in and deals with it. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't no, believe that, right? I just don't believe that that's like, like that society is making people abuse and neglect their damn kids yeah <laughs> like let's just say that damage <laughs> society is making people abuse. are you like, okay I'm like because because <laughs> shit what were you trying to say was there something know. you didn't know okay I wasn't sure if you just didn't want to say it really yes that's what I'm asking <laughs> well uh, <laughs> well I, I don't know I think family traditions and family family cycles and things like that and people don't know how to break them yeah people are like oh my god i don't know like um my mama had this many kids and this happened and it's gonna happen to me and it, it happened to me like i don't know what's gonna happen we don't oh, mm-hmm. like you know sometimes we're stuck in that yeah and, and like the cycle of it definitely and i feel like that's a another that's a reason why people want to keep kids that's why cps is involved and shit like that because cps tears families apart yeah cps sometimes takes kids when ain't shit wrong like or they don't take it when shit is wrong. and when shit is wrong like you know sometimes yeah they're not i've had like uh, i mean you already know like when i dated your sister that like i had to sneak out here a lot and stuff there was like a lot of people like right around that time like before and after her not a lot but like two to three that i had dated that their parents were not okay with like us 
being together. They were not okay with their kid being like gay. And I don't really know where I was going with this. Can you help me get this back? I'm already losing it. Oh, CPS. There we go. Sorry. They real life would beat the shit out of her if they caught us talking. Like her dad had a ring and like punched her in the face. And she literally had the indentation of what was on his ring in her face. And I called CPS. I called the police and I sent them over to her house because I was like, my girlfriend's getting beat up on the phone by her dad because of me. And I can hear it happening and I can't do anything about it. And I can't even jump in a car and go out there and help. I can't do anything about that. And they would literally go and they would talk to the parents and they were like all right and three times I called every time they just they just left she called me like a month ago from a criminal like institution where they get held if they committed a crime because they're not mentally stable and shit just has fallen apart for her because of the way that her parents had treated her and it's like they I feel like they kept her in there to like in that environment to allow her to continue to become a statistic of the type of family that she had and that she was a part of you know what I mean sorry I know that got kind of deep but when you said that I was like yeah that's how deep it is though that's how deep it is it's not like when you watch SVU and Olivia Benson bust through the door with Elliot Stabler and they're like stop leave that kid alone you know Mm. and they rescue them and then they get adopted by like this really cool cop that you know you know what I mean like that shit doesn't happen yeah it it definitely (coughs) doesn't But that's why I think it's important to know, like, the, the like, mental health benefits um, associated with smoking weed because a lot of people will turn to harder drugs because they want to just completely forget about it. But it's like you're never going to do that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you can't ever completely forget. You just kind of learn to live with it, I feel like. And so instead of trying to, to utilize something to take it away, I feel like trying to utilize something that's going to help you cope with it and like learn how to live with it is more important and people might still like kind of frown upon the fact that you need something like that in order to do it but it's like there's shit that happens in this life and in this world that's not supposed to fucking happen you know what I mean and it puts people through shit and it's out of their control and they couldn't do anything about it but then they're fucked up for the rest of their lives you know does it scare you like as a mom thinking about some of the stuff that like your son's gonna have to go through or that he might be subjected to. Because mm-hmm. I, I talk about this a lot. I get real political about uh, cops and uh, black youth. Oh, yeah. And um, does that ever... I, I know I'm probably going to have to have the talk with my son. And the talk is, like, when they get a certain age, like, how to be with police officers. Like, you yeah. know, don't run and stuff like that. Like, you know, I'm going to probably have to have that talk. But it makes it me so sick that you have to even have that talk with your son. Yeah, it makes me hella sick too. It definitely does. It does. But at the same time, I'm very hopeful because I'm 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 building a, someone. Well, I'm I'm helping develop someone who's who's not even probably going to be approached by the police. You know, and if, if so. He's gonna be very respectful, yeah. like you know. So, I, I, I very, I'm hopeful. Like when I think about things like that, because I know, That's I fun. know how. I love yeah, that. Definitely, because I know how I was raised, and I know yes. how how that was passed down, and right. the respect and all that. Because I, I wasn't raised to be, you know, disrespectful and be put in a situation where, right. you know, I'm raised to actually learn like what we don't do is we don't try to learn our our rights and learn about it and stuff like that 
we think that if we fight the law or if we we if we fight the law that they develop that <laughs> that, <laughs> that they develop <laughs> that it'll just like um it'll fail and we won't like you know like no we'll just be st- no it won't like you just find find a thousand ways to make it work right like you know mm-hmm. Find a thousand ways to make it work, and exactly, just, and, exactly, and I feel like learning about the law more so will get you out of it than fighting. Yes, see, thank you. On my on the solo session that I had on the last episode, I talked about that because. I just feel like the system is not necessarily set up for people to succeed, but this is how the system is set up. And if at any point you go against the system, you're putting yourself in a position to allow them to take everything away from you, regardless if it's right or if it's wrong. That's just how it works. So instead of trying to fight it, you have to learn and understand how it works and then learn how to beat it. Play their game and play it better. Like better. Play it better. That's how you have to do it. You don't really have an option because at this point with how things have been going, you rebel and you get shot, you die. Exactly. So why do you, why lose your life? Right. Because you don't want to learn something. Right. And I understand why? like there's certain people that like there there was Stefan Clark and he was in Sacramento and this was like a big thing. Like I went out and protested. Like I was so appalled at this. But he was in his grandparents' backyard and he didn't have a gun, he had a cell phone in his hand, and he was shot seven times and he was killed and they didn't give him like emergency medical yeah, attention absolutely. until like twenty minutes after the fact. Like there are certain situations where just because of what you look like and who you are, like you can get approached that's in the wrong way. That's definitely fucked up. That's right. Definitely fucked and up. with those types of situations, there's not much you can do about it. But I mean, I don't really know what to say about it because I'm like that. There is sometimes it's just and it's just unjust. Like you can't you can't make sense of the senseless. But I mean, in all honesty, example make it an example to learn from learn the law yeah learn it like learn it like is his is his family fight like he was in the backyard he definitely was and uh, that's like but was his family is his family doing anything are we going to do anything about it after right like you know and it's an example let it be an an example let it be an example and do anything about it i don't mean protest and stuff like that right when you and that's what we don't think of. We don't think about when we're protesting against something, when we're going against something, we're bringing more of it. We don't think that. That's true, because when, when we were out there, like, the, <laughs> they had a helicopter above us. Like, there was there was cops everywhere. The game and opening your mind would be way better than just, like, it's it's de- it'll definitely get somebody else shot. What do you think a thousand people standing around yelling about it instead of right. seeing that? And they're like, well, that's how they're operating. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, and my I'm biggest thing, gonna, and I just feel like you can take it to, like, take try and, and go through, like, the laws if you can. You know what I mean? Like, maybe the justice system isn't set up in certain people's favor, but uh, try. Yeah, Try and exactly. do what you can. Exactly. Try and pass the try. law. Try and, and pass a bill. Try and do. Try. try and do something. Like I don't know. Like and this shit is so touchy too. People right. Are just gonna just. That's why I try not to bring stuff up like this because I'm like I don't want to be too political, but I also and, don't want to ignore the things yeah, that are like right in front of our faces. It, like it, I feel like we're part of a generation that could do something about it. So we if really I can. have we're part even of a generation that's knowing, right? Knowing we are more awake, like exactly. than any of and, the other generations before us. And that's crazy because a lot of people say this generation is so fucked up and they're so unhopeful for this generation. Oh, I'm not a part of this generation. I've said it before, too. Me, too. Even when I think about it, like, 
we're exposed to so much and that's a good thing and a bad thing at the same time and you can make it in your favor you can make it in your favor Mm -hmm. and you can make it against your favor too absolutely and i'm hella learning that and i'm hella trying to make it for my favor and i'm trying to not to not to have it scare me and if it does scare me i'm having that fear let let me gain more information if i'm scared right let that fear be that fuel to gain more information yeah. because I'm scared. Like, yeah. you know, and that's the only reason why I'm afraid because I don't know. Right. Yeah. I don't know. You're scared so. of the unknown. Exactly. Yep. Well, that makes sense. Yep. Well, that's deep. That is deep. <laughs> I feel like we should say something funny before we end this because I it just took a do. turn. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. I don't know. What should we talk about? Hello. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I wish your sister was here. Right? She's freaking hilarious. I'm oh. This was great. This was. But we're going to wrap it up, so. Okay, well, thanks for listening in. Do you want me to put your, like, social media tags on the blog? Okay. Oh. Yes. Okay. Okay, you, you take a moment and I'll finish this, okay? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm going to tag her information in case you want to uh, follow her, you know, while she gets into her music more and slowly and surely start becoming fans and growing your fan base and because you're just so talented. Thank you, girl. And her Snapchat's hella funny, so I'm definitely going to tag that <laughs> shit in there because that, oh my God. I, like, specifically look for yours. I, like, scroll through my shit and I'm like, where's Marianna? I need to look at this right now. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yes. So we'll do that. And then um, I'm obviously really behind in the blog post if you guys have even visited the website recently. And honestly, like, I'm just... I just get really high and like I just always forget and like I'll start on it and then I'll stop I'll take a break I'll fall asleep and then I'm sorry but I I promise like really promise this time because I keep saying that I'm gonna go home right now and I'm gonna go and edit this and uh, get the fucking blog post up and then it'll be great so okay but thanks for listening in and you have to tell them to stay lit because that's what we do at the end of every episode alright no you need to be louder because you are so quiet right now Stay lit. Stay lit. lit. Okay, thanks, Downers. Okay, bye. It's always awkward. Always. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Loaded. Our cover art is by DJ Harmony, music by MCF Beats. Make sure to visit our website and blog at www.weareloaded.online. You can also follow us on Twitter at www.twitter.com slash wearloadedpod. I've been utilizing my personal Instagram account recently to help promote the podcast, so feel free to follow me on there as well at love.madison. And remember, Madison is with an E, not an O. If you have any product recommendations or have products you would like featured on the show, please feel free to email us at wearloadedpodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on different podcasting platforms, but to really help us grow, please listen to us on iTunes or through Apple Music. If you're an iPhone user, you can use the podcast app already on your phone, or you can listen to us online via computer. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review to allow us to keep creating awesome content for you. And as always, to cover our blunts as well as yours, Loaded Podcast does not encourage or recommend the use of marijuana prior to using any heavy machinery. Loaded Podcast does not support the use of marijuana prior to driving a vehicle or entering a drug-free workplace. Whether using marijuana for medicinal or recreational purposes, please always remember to smoke responsibly. And as always, donors, make sure to stay lit. 